You cannot be afraid to fail when attempting new things. And you must give a new process the adequate effort it deserves to be successful. If an approach isn't landing as you had hoped, pivot to a new process. Innovation breeds growth. Be adventurous and experiment with various approaches. Whether you're here as a colleague in consultation, exploring advising as a vocation, or considering a partnership in employee benefits with my team, I hope you find value in these thoughts. Apply this truth to both your personal and professional relationships. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet, you're on their side. Working with them and not against them. In other words, put the needs of others before your own and surround yourself with folks that do the same. I'm Shane Wingo, and you're listening to the Working With Them podcast. Hi, and thanks again for joining me today for the podcast. Now, uh, as I mentioned in episode one of the podcast, season one is going to simply be creating an audiobook for my new book, Working With Them. So if you haven't listened to episode one, it lays a lot of the groundwork for what we're going to be doing in this podcast. It, it talks about in the uh, intro of the book, why the book was written, how it came about, and then there's a quick summary of each section inside the book. So if you haven't yet, go back and listen to episode one so all of this makes a little more sense. Now, what we're going to do today is we're going to hit that first chapter. So we're going to be reviewing chapter one of working with them in your study. Now, to let you know, each chapter is punctuated with what I call story time. Now, I believe storytelling, as as long as it's factual and not fictional storytelling, is a huge component in the advising, consulting, selling process. It adds validity to anything that you're saying to your prospective client because you're telling them exactly what you've done uh, with one of your current clients to affect their tomorrow, uh, just like you want to do for that prospective client. Now, I work in sales and consulting, so this book really revolves around that concept. But remember, this is not only a book about selling. At its core, this is a book about partnerships and building relationships. So even though I'll be speaking about clients and prospective clients, Think about how you can be learning and growing to show all the ones around you that you care about in your life that you are on their side. So with that, let's jump into chapter one of working with them in your study. Properly working in partnership with your clients begins well before your initial conversation. The study of your industry, your product, your geographical area, um, all of these factors will set you apart as you begin your approach. Neglecting the step of study in the process will place you in the same pile of a plethora of salespeople. Your ultimate goal is not to sell, but to create partnerships where you are known to be an expert and a trusted advisor. Do not make the mistake That study is a one-and-done step in this process. To be effective over time, you must commit to being a constantly evolving, lifelong learner. Now, all industries uh, change, as do the tools that you can use in communicating with your prospective clients. In my industry, the sales cycle is often numbered in months and sometimes even years. So if prospects see the information I'm providing over that time continually evolving, and focusing on what's most beneficial to them, 
I'm showing them the priority that I place on my clients through continual study of industry and innovation. Over time, this promotes me as their go-to resource, providing insight they will not receive anywhere else. So regardless of your solution or product, a fair living can be earned with status quo selling. Now, by this, I mean if you craft a good talk track, you get all your collaterals in order, you can use one singular method with all prospects in mass. Simply rinse and repeat the cycle. But if you want more than a fair living, if you desire to excel in your field, you must reach out to your prospective clients with next level insight. This is demonstrating the dedication and determination you'll provide your future clients and is an investment in you and your family's future. Exploring through study keeps you connected. As such, concepts you'll ultimately be presenting will not be the ordinary messages of your competitive counterparts. And while the study of your solution product is crucially important, your study must go far beyond that. In addition to what you're selling, you also must study your prospect. Every organization has unique needs and problems requiring a solution. By being able to start your conversation with an understanding of who your prospect is and what their needs just might be, you provide clear evidence that you're placing their needs at the forefront, starting each conversation by uh, proving that you're there to work with them. Studying the industry as a whole. You're selling at a singular moment in time, but what is the history of your industry that has led us all to this point, and what direction are you forecasting? Most of the other voices vying for the attention of your prospective client will only be discussing today. You add tremendous value by separating yourself as the expert that can both build the proper solution for today and create a strategy to optimize their future success. Study your competitors. Now, it's never beneficial to speak ill of your competition or pull down their reputation in the effort to lift yours up. Instead, speak to and then demonstrate the difference in your approach. That will lead to constructive and collaborative conversations. Always focus on the positive nature of what you are providing in partnership to meet their needs. Then the prospective client will be the one to acknowledge the differences in your approach, products, and solutions. Studying technology in the sales process. Technology is ever-evolving, and you need to be open to the new techniques this can bring to your sales process. Spend time learning about new technology available to you as an advisor and quickly implement the solutions that fit well with your personality and approach. You do not need to implement every passing fad, but you do need to have the bravery to work outside your comfort zone. Share your new ideas with the people you trust. Listen to their feedback, amend your approach, and then just let it fly. You cannot be afraid to fail when attempting new things. And you must give a new process the adequate effort it deserves to be successful. If an approach isn't landing as you had hoped, pivot to a new process. Innovation breeds growth. Be adventurous and experiment with various approaches. Study industry influencers. Every industry has common factors that will affect their business, the economy, changes in technology, etc. And 
every industry has unique factors that are more prevalent to them. Study what's happening in the economy as a whole. If you work in a specific geographic area, keep up to date with what's happening locally and understand how that may affect your industry and your prospective clients. In my industry of employee benefits, legislation surrounding healthcare and, ph- and the pharmaceutical industry and changes in healthcare delivery methods are two examples of key industry influencers. Find those key industry uh, influencers affecting your market and dedicate ongoing study to those factors. If you dedicate yourself to continual study, you'll always be discovering new ideas and improving current solutions. As you share the insights you've gained, you will become a valuable resource to your clients and prospective clients alike. Even if your organization has a phenomenal marketing team, like like mine does, create your own content. Remember, being in any type of sales position means this is your business. The success you achieve will be fully dependent on your commitment to being both innovative and consistent. It's imperative that you differentiate yourself as an expert and a thought leader. This can only be achieved if you continually prioritize in each of these areas. Use your strengths in creating content, delivering it in your unique voice. Good with words, write a blog. Good in front of a camera, create videos. Wherever your strengths lie, leverage them in how you communicate with your prospective clients. And don't stop at only creating content to use in your prospecting. Create content for your current clients to keep them aware of changes in your industry and your products and solutions as well. If you do not continually educate your clients, then they might just forget what brought them to you in the first place. Now, here we go with that first story time section. In early 2020, uh, when we were all sequestered, I felt a bit frozen. My strong suit in creating relationships is being in the room with prospective clients, or so I'd always told myself. So how in the world would I be successful in a fully digital environment as we forged ahead? In addition, being in a healthcare-related industry, there was just a tremendous amount of information that needed to be sifted through, understood, and then explained incisely to business owners providing employee benefits, both for my clients and for my prospective clients. Creating videos, that was very much outside of my comfort zone. But I had a mountain of information I wanted to convey and simply saw no better way to provide my expertise to the business owners in need. So I opened the laptop and I hit record. And while I put a lot of work into the videos that I made, I made them to the best of my abilities. Facts are facts. Those initial videos were terrible. They were far too long for any of my prospective clients to actually watch. I had no idea how to light them properly. and I used angles that made me look like I was 500 pounds. In addition, I was basically just narrating an overly worded PowerPoint presentation. Now, through trial and error and by asking for honest critiques from my colleagues, from clients, from trusted friends who were actually making engaging content in their industries, my videos started to become less terrible. Uh, After a year of continually challenging myself to improve, I settled in on a series of videos that was actually pretty well received on LinkedIn and it proved to be successful in my marketing campaigns. I posted my videos on LinkedIn. I hashtagged them to high heaven. 
But more importantly, I use those videos in my prospecting efforts. I emailed them to prospective clients with animated GIFs previewing the video. I created QR codes linked to those videos and dropped in leaving brief collateral pointing prospective clients to those videos. I sent these videos to my current clients asking them to forward that to specific contacts where I needed an introduction. From 2021 forward, I can attest that these videos were crucial in furthering the sales cycle with each new client partnership I've earned. I didn't stop at just creating videos to use my prospecting efforts either. I've created and continue to add to a library of videos for my HR directors to utilize in, in answering employees' commonly asked questions. And I create videos specific to each employer based on the unique needs of their benefit plan and their employees. It was an intimidating process, and I took quite a bit of mocking from inside the industry based on the quality of those initial videos. But I dedicated myself to studying the industry to find new content to present and studying technology and techniques to improve my videos with each posting. Now, at the end of each chapter, I close it out just reiterating the, the an entire philosophy behind this book. So we'll say this as we end. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that in your study, you're on their side working with them and not against them. I hope you found values in these thoughts. This is just the beginning. This is laying the groundwork uh, for the next uh, 10 or 12 episodes where we'll go through and dive into the book chapter by chapter. So subscribe to this podcast so you'll be notified each time a new episode drops. Now the book itself, working with them, it's live on Amazon, so I'm going to leave a link in the show notes that will direct you to uh, buy, where you can buy that book. It's going to ship on February 14th uh, of 2024. So put that pre-order in so you can be one of the first to receive and read the book. If you simply would like to connect with me, if you have questions for me, uh, anything to do with either employee benefits or just uh, about this podcast and these concepts in general, Click on the link that I'll leave in the show note that says dot cards. It has all of my direct contact information, my cell, my email address, every way to get a hold of me. Thanks for joining me and do all you can today to make it clear you're working with those around you.